all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Of an iceberg, though, where he's trying to decide a larger issue. If these Gentiles who really like our new religion want to join, but don't want to become Jews, uh, and this is very common, there were loads of Greeks and Romans going to the synagogue every Sabbath, and they said, this is great, this is better than the pagan garbage we were brought up with, these bed-hopping deities and so on, these people have a real uh, uh, faith here. But uh, to tell you the truth, I don't want to get circumcised, I don't want to stop having uh, shrimp cocktails and ham sandwiches. Uh, do you mind if I just attend and listen to the scripture and the sermons from the Jews? Come on, no problem. Uh, you're not Jews, but that's all right. Well, that's the kind of issue facing Paul. I got these people lining up to, to be baptized as Christians. Do I have to tell them they've also got to be circumcised and no more ham sandwiches? Because if I do, they're going to leave. Uh, and it, can it be that important? This raised a huge problem with the Ebionites. They said, Body of Christ, real talk. How you doing today? This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Do I have to say anything about what I just opened up with? <laughs> you guys ought to know what reading into means now. When you just coming up with your own conclusion, what somebody was thinking and what they, you modernize, modernize it as well as the way Americans and people think like that. So you just modernize the whole ancient Bible for your own way of saying that Paul is a false teacher. Well, you know, we ain't going to be eating this no more. So you know, just let the Gentiles, you see how you just reading into? It's almost like a bad preacher that uses a lot of allegories they read into. They, they tear the Bible up by putting a story in the Bible that's not fair. You know, and they stick to the fictional story and never get to the real story. Like a lot of allegory preachers do. You know, which meaning they they give you a fictional purpose of a story just to explain the real story. He's never getting to a real story because he don't know the real story. So he's staying with the fictional story and start reading into saying Paul was thinking this way. Making it sound modern like English thinkers. It was different thought patterns and everything between Jewish people and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into that, but we could mess up doing that paraphrasing and modernizing everything. Thought. Thought is very important. The way the Jews thought, the way the Hebrews thought compared to where we think today. It's different. <laughs> it's different. That's why so so much translations and stuff so mixed. So mixed up. I get where he's going using metaphors and different things like that to make his point because of his unbelief. See, the problem is their unbelief. I don't have to say much more. The problem is Christy Burke and these these four different whoever they are, uh theologians or just anti Pauline people. It's, they, it's their problem. Don't think it's you and I. It's them. It's unbelief. See, they're stuck in the red letter Jesus teachings because mostly their rebuke, they talk about the Gospels. They talk about what Jesus was on earth. 
That's all they go. They don't even go, but they don't go no further. They keep it in Jesus earthly ministry, which is a big error. See, now they're saying uh, Paul is just saying, you know, you don't have to do this. Don't worry about what Jesus, blah, 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 this and whatever like that. They make it Paul like just it's all about Paul. Remember, he mentioned religion. In other words, you said Paul made up this new religion. Paul, nothing was never revealed what Paul, one of them said, because he wasn't walking with Jesus physically. Oh, my God, that's bad. And I've explained that, man, when you read the Bible, all the knowledge, whether you believe it or not, unless you make it up or you come up with man-made traditions or scriptures, you quote different things like that. You got it out of the word of God. You didn't get it because you walk with Jesus physically. You believe what Jesus was saying in his earthly ministry or whatever you believe in the Bible. It had nothing to do that you you got it revealed to you by a physical Jesus. See, so that's I I throw that out the window. You know, if you want to get technical and stuff like that, Paul got a more better revelation. Why? Because he he met the resurrected Christ, not the earthly Christ, because the earthly Christ, listen closely, was for many. Listen closely, mainly Israel. For many, he had to go to the many first, which was Israel, because Israel was supposed to be the one that went out to the Gentiles. But they, by their disobedience, they never made it out there. So when Christ came, he came for many. Who was that many? Many was the Jews. The resurrected Christ came for all. He came for all. You see the difference? So Paul met the all Jesus that was the savior of the world being revealed, explained only to Paul. If you go back to only Jesus earthly ministry. Most Gentiles will not have a chance because the Jews failed. They never went out there. So their ministry was postponed because that's why Jesus said this is a Jewish Salvation. Salvation is of what? The Jews. Even today, salvation is of the Jews under Paul. But it was predominantly back in Jesus earthly for the many. The many is Israel. It's the Jews. See, the kingdom program to tell the Jews about their coming kingdom, their millennium kingdom had nothing to do with the Gentiles. See, nothing to do with the Gentiles. The Gentiles had to, would have had to get saved being proselyted or been converted into Judaism. See, that's the only way uh, a, a Gentile would have been able to be saved then. Most of them wouldn't have accepted it. One, most of them wouldn't have made it. See, you, you follow what I'm saying? I'm not trying to predict what's going on. But my point is... The way to be saved under the law was believing who Jesus was and you had to follow the law. You have to be baptized in water and all that stuff. So a person today cannot go back and just read the Gospels and think they can get saved through John 316 or believe in who Jesus was today because that program is gone. No one today can get saved off of Jesus' earthly ministry or believe in who Jesus was. That's not the gospel message for the Gentiles. Matter of fact, it never was. Ouch. The only way to be saved today under Jesus' ministry is under the teachings of Paul, Jesus' heavenly ministry. 
1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. Not John 3.16 or Acts 2.38. See, a lot of you never heard this before. You stay in the Gospels and you teach out of the Gospels and you try to bring people to Jesus' urgent ministry, which was for Israel. And a lot of people are not saved today. See, that's the master plan of Satan. Satan want to keep you under the law. He want to keep you in the kingdom program. He fooled people thinking they can just take some things out of the law and that's okay. He fooled people to think churches that they, they can use certain things out of the law and just ignore the other things, not knowing in order to follow the law. If we was under the law, you had to obey all 613 of them. See, Satan will tell you that part. You can't take tithing out because it sounds good. You can't, can't take water baptism out because it sounds good, even though it won't for Gentiles anyway. You can't take this out. You can't take this out. You can't dress like them. You can't look like them. You can't call yourself an Israelite because you want to. You feel you part of it. You can't do it. And even if you was, it ain't none of the stuff for you anyway. Even if all this stuff was true, you don't win no points with God because the law is no more today. You, you follow what I'm saying? Anything you're trying to obey and follow today, which has to do with the law, the Bible said in the book of Galatians, under Paul's teaching, you put yourself under a curse. You are cursed. Paul said, if even an angel come preaching another gospel, let that angel be a curse. Now, when is the angel going to come preaching the gospel? During the tribulation preach, pre, uh, uh, the tribulation period. And what gospel is he going to be preaching? It ain't going to be the gospel of the grace of God. It's going to be the everlasting gospel. See, there's several gospels in the Bible. Gospel just means good news. And all of them are not the same. All gospels are not the same. This angel will be preaching the everlasting gospel. You got another term in the Bible called what? The glorious gospel. Then you got the kingdom of heaven gospel, the Jews, and you got the gospel of the grace of God taught by Paul. So it's more than one gospel. Just like different churches, the church of the wilderness, the time of Moses when they was walking in the wilderness, the Messianic church, when Jesus, Jesus told Peter on this rock, I will build my church. That's the kingdom church. Then you got the grace church, the gospel of the grace of God. Those are three different type of churches. Churches just mean ecclesia, which means assembly. We need to learn our Bible and stop putting everything in one bucket. That's why so much bowl of confusion in the church and in Christendom today. I don't think it's even worth listening to the rest of this. I I, I really do. I just wanted to get, get, give y'all. It's only eight minutes, but all my interrupt that I could. It's just bad. It's just bad. They don't have no. They just as bad as that young lady. They might say it better, but they still don't have no credibility. They don't have a leg to stand on. See, you have a lot of great teachers that can debate these guys, and they will look bad because they they stuck in one thing. They are stuck in the law, and they stuck in Jesus' red letter teaching. And they stuck in the four gospels, man. According to what I'm hearing from them, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just like Christy Burke, that young lady. Burns or whatever her name is. Let's be careful when it comes to saying you don't like certain people in the Bible and you don't agree with them, especially Paul. Remember, you got to respect and believe Paul just as much as you believe Moses. You do. 
Because Moses' law will not save you. What Moses' teaching will not save you. Okay, let's go to Jesus' earthly ministry. There's a lot of principles that's universal yet that we can use today. Not under the law. Not a lot of the things he talks about in the Beatitudes or the Sermon on the Mount. But it's certain principles that we could apply today. Not signs and wonders and different things. If we do this, this would happen if we obeyed it. Not none of that, but it's certain principles that can be applied today for the body of Christ. That's not under the law. Some things are just plain and universal. You understand what I'm saying? But under that time, Jesus' teachings was he was teaching how the millennium kingdom is going to be. Blessed are those that do this. Blessed are the weak and blessed are the meek and stuff like that. Blessed are people. He talks about the blessings and stuff like that. He's talking about the kingdom, preparing them how the kingdom, the millennium reign, the thousand year millennium kingdom is going to be. The lion with the lamb. Babies playing with serpents and stuff. He's talking about that stuff. He didn't mention that, but he's talking about that. The millennium kingdom for who? Israel. Their promised Messiah is here. I'm your king. This is what's going to be happening. He also talks about the bad times too. Matthew 24. You know, stay focused. You must endure to the end. Those that endure to the end shall be saved. Physical and spiritually. He was talking to them about the tribulation period. Endurance. See, that's for Israel. Tribulation ain't got nothing to do with the body of Christ. Matthew 24 got nothing to do with the body of Christ, the church today. Because the church is a mystery. The church is never prophesied. Jesus never spoke about the church. Because the church has nothing to do with prophecy. Nobody knew about the prophetic message. Only the, the, I mean, nobody knew about the mystery, the Paul's message. It was only revealed to the Apostle Paul. By who? Jesus Christ. So that's why I put emphasis on when you reject Paul, you reject Jesus. You reject the words of Jesus. It's just like if you reject Moses' teaching, what are you doing again? You're still rejecting Jesus. You're still rejecting God. You see what I'm saying? You can't believe what Moses said and then don't believe what Paul is saying. Well, Paul said, even I more than you. Paul was letting them know he's he's doing the finished work. What he's doing now is more important than what they was doing. That's what Paul is saying. And it's right. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus called him to do that. What he is doing is more important. What Peter now was doing. Their program was for many. Paul's program is for all. That's why his ministry is more better than the point. Peter's in the program mostly for Jews. Paul's program is for everybody, Jews and Gentiles in the whole world. Read your Bible. God bless you all. Salvation, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. The only way to be saved is under the teachings of the Apostle Paul's ministry. Death, burial, and resurrection. Believe that and you shall be saved. God bless you until next time. Peace out. Love you all. Bye-bye. Paul is the message.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.